Welcome to the Deep Fried Bets Podcast. Featuring Blake, Boomer, and CG Nasty. Let's make gambling great again. All right, folks, we're back. The Deep Fried Bets Podcast, Chapter 2.17, Season 2, Episode 17. A little slight rendition in the game. Uh, Collier is out this week. Don't know what his deal is. He he said he had too much riding on the Packers to come on here and try to jinx it. Um, So we replaced him with a better-looking European version. Uh, Emil Wanforsch is back with us on the Deep Fried Bets Podcast. Talk about dedication. What is it, uh, 3.30 in the morning over there, Emil? 3.25. 3.25 a.m. That's uh, that's dedication, folks. Yep, that is dedication. Got my big Red Bull, so I'll be fine. You got some winners for us, too? Uh, I think I do, actually. I think I do. All right. I like to hear it. Boomer is also back with us. Uh, Just 9.26 where he's at. Yeah, yeah. It was... uh... It's great to make a little bit of money last week, and uh, I'm glad to have a mill on here for the uh, political commentary that we uh, were all looking forward to. Absolutely. Uh, who is the Donald Trump of Sweden, Emil? Sorry? Who is uh, the Donald Trump of Sweden? Who is the Donald Trump of Sweden? He has some rich asshole who thinks he's better than everyone over there. Not in that like scale. I don't think so. Would the queen qualify? <sighs> I have one for you in the end of the show, probably. But I mean, it's it's interesting though to see what happened here in the in the world since we're kind of in the middle between the the U.S. and the big Russia here. So you guys are for sure dying first. That's, uh, that's one thing we can all sleep peacefully. You yeah. guys first. That is true. But we got we got that little island. I don't know how much you know. Uh, can you even imagine how Europe looked like? Uh, yeah, it's going to be one big crater after everybody bombs the shit. <laughs> maybe, hey, maybe. At least we have a mill in the Swedish Army to protect us. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, Rando. Let's, let's get some stupid <laughs> All right, so we got Boomer, we got a mill, and we've got winners. That's our formula this week. Um, uh, college football, it's almost gone, folks. Um, one more game, Monday night, Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. Alabama Clemson. We're going to get to that in a little bit. Um, we've got the NFL playoffs starting up this week. Wild card weekend as I watch a promo for what has to be the worst NFL game of all time in the playoffs. <laughs> the Raiders and Texans. God Almighty. That's going to be first. We're going to get to the rest of the wild card weekend. Then we're going to shift gears a little bit. We're going to get to the uh, the Super Bowl. Who we think is going to play in the Super Bowl and who we think is going to win the Super Bowl. Obviously, we'll have odds to go along with that. Then we'll get to the championship game. Then we'll get to uh, the lock, you know, basically playoff game and or the championship game, which one you're feeling the most frisky about. And then I know Emil is going to have some soccer plays for us, hopefully, at the end. Um, we'll shift a little bit towards basketball, maybe. Just get some odds and ends because uh, Slim Pickett's out there. So we're going to have to find some more – more things to to keep this going, keep this train rolling. But that's what we're here for. This is a money train, Ooh-ooh. and uh, <laughs> we're ready to roll. Last week, bowl game seven and nine for me, nine and seven for Boomer. Um, 
Not the strongest close the bowl season. I'll get the overall records out as soon as the championship game is over. But it's going to be a winning winning record for me in this bowl season. Boomer, it's going to be tough. But um, you try. Shit, tough my ass. I'm right there on the cusp of making everybody money. Well, let's see. <laughs> I'm about to hit my stride. I'm about to hit that old hot streak going into the NFL playoffs. That's okay. I mean, this is the time to do it right now. This is where the real money is to be made. Lots of weekend warriors hopping in, trying to uh, some win some money during the playoffs. And as usual, we'll probably lose money since so opportunity to make money. So let's get to those playoffs. I kind of teased it a little bit earlier. Got to be the shittiest playoff game of all time. The Oakland Raiders, who uh, first time in NFL history – a quarterback will make his first career start in the playoffs with Connor Cook, plus four, traveling to Houston to take on the Brock Osweiler, who got benched, and now he's back because Tom Savage got a concussion, led Houston Texans. Osweiler versus Cook, playoff matchup. No one had that at the beginning of the year. No one wants to watch that. But it's the playoffs. There's money to be made. We're going to talk about it. We're going to gamble on it. Boomer, why don't you uh, lead us off here? What's uh, what's your take on this game? I like those raging bulls. I like uh, DeAndre Hopkins just rekindling that magical passion that he's had the entire year with uh, Brock Osweiler. I mean, basically Brock Osweiler coming in is going to look like Ben Roethlisberger compared to Tom Savage. <laughs> I, I love the uh, love the Texans' defense. Um, Oakland's offensive line is going to make it easier for Cook, but obviously this dude has not seen – the field since his high school days. So no, his I last game, uh, his last start was against Alabama last year in the playoff, and that did not go well at all. So, yeah. Well, to be fair, he was playing against basically the Browns' defense in that game. So, I mean, he is a little bit proven uh, in the NFL if you compare him with that game. But uh, I just, you know, smart play is going to be the, the Texans. I don't know why. It's not more lopsided than it is, so that makes me feel a little bit more comfortable about it. Okay. Uh, Mill, what's your take on this? Uh, well, first off, uh, when I first looked at this game, I I kind of like Cook in this spot because none of you have ever played a football game, right? Since I'm the only guy here in this podcast that has actually played a varsity game. Oh, that's right, yeah. But that, that is right. Forgot to fight for the fight Aggies. I was a hundred percent in my with my kicks too. Made all three extra points. So damn right. That's the kind of expertise you get on the Deep Fried Beds podcast. That is the kind of expertise, and uh, this is what you like. What's going on in your mind when you come in as a new guy in a team? I mean, Cook has everything to win in this game. Nobody knows him really like. He's got everything to win. Osweiler has everything to lose. And he's going to get a lot of help. He's get paid that $22 million next year. So. <laughs> well, that is true. But, I mean, he's still got, like, some honor to his name. <laughs> <laughs> this is America. We don't believe in honor. We believe in money. That's uh, right. No that's true, true words have ever been spoken. But, I mean, I kind of like the plus 3.5 or plus 4 for Oakland. And um, they have a good receiving corps, and they can protect the quarterback. And as far as I know about Cook, he's a pocket passer, right? Yes, very much so. Yeah. And uh, what about Houston? It's like <laughs> they won two games against teams with a winning record. The Chiefs and the Lions. 
<laughs> well, yep. those, are, those are two damn good playoff teams right there. Damn good is a uh, strong word there. Hey, hell, they could win it all. They could play against each other in the Super Bowl. I'm they will not play against. And, I mean, it's, it's a shitty game, but I'm going to go pick the Oakland Raiders. Okay, I'm taking the Raiders plus. Yeah. Let's give it four because I think you can find that out there. Three and a half or four. Uh, Boomer will give you three and a half because you can still shop either line and find it anywhere you'd like. Uh, three and a half for Boomer. On the Texans, uh, Mills got four on the Raiders, and I'm siding with a mill here. I like the Raiders. Actually, what my favorite play in this game is the under. I believe it's like 39, 37, somewhere. Nobody's going to score in this game. Um, nobody is capable of scoring. Oswald's awful. Terrible, um, but somehow he's probably not going to be the worst starting quarterback in this game. Connor Cook, um, really bad, probably. We don't know. I mean, he did not look good last last week in limited action, um, but he's got a week. Good rate offensive line. Houston's defense is okay. They're not near as good as they were when they had J.J. Watt, which is obvious, but I don't know. I, I'm not super confident on it. I'm going to wait till it gets closer to kick to see what the spread does. Um, but I'm actually a little more comfortable or comfortable with Cook than I am Matt McGloin because Cook has some upside. Matt McGloin has no upside whatsoever. So that doesn't really bother me. But, yeah, I'm going to roll the dice here take the four. Um, but really love the under of 39 here. I think that's the, the play in this game. And that was 10 minutes of your life out there that you will never get never back. Never get back. <laughs> this is true. So Texans, Raiders, don't watch it. Go do uh, get your honeydew list done during that game because it's gonna suck. Next up, we've got the Lions and the Seahawks, the NFC Wild Card game. This one is being played in Seattle. Legion of Boom will be ready to play on Saturday night. Uh, the Lions eight point underdogs on the road in Seattle. Sweetican, what's your take on this? Well, I have to go with Seattle, like especially when it's in Seattle, and especially when Matt Stafford has that fingered. Is it the index finger he's injured? Uh, it's middle finger. It's his bird finger. Oh, it's bird finger. Yeah, birds. Yeah, he's gonna be flipping off the Seahawks all night. Going <laughs> I think that's gonna get. Um, I mean, he's not that consistent as he was in the beginning of the year, and they're gonna need him to be even better than he actually is. So. Uh, I think it's actually going to throw maybe two picks. That's going to be my prop in that game. Okay, over yeah. one and a half picks. Yeah. I think it's a fair pick. So you're taking the Seahawks at home? Taking the Seahawks minus eight. Okay. All right, Boomer, what you got in this game? I absolutely love the Lions in this game. No, <laughs> I'm still, he is the absolute quarterback, maybe defensive MVP this year after he went out. Uh, I think that sets up perfectly for Matt Stafford, a.k.a. the white Phillip Rivers, back there just airing it out all day through the middle. That's going to be, I mean, the Seahawks are going to score, maybe take the over in this, but I think being a playoff game, I think that uh, the Lions come out and I, I like them to possibly win the game. You better grab the eight because it's about to drop to seven and a half. Fade, 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 fade. Uh, love the Seahawks in this spot. Public is 61% on the Lions. Um, public does not pick underdogs well. We know that. I think it will keep shifting towards um, Detroit until Saturday afternoon. And I'm not betting against Seattle at home in the playoffs. Uh, what is, I mean, really, though, what has Detroit done to show you confidence? They just 
lost by seven, should have been 14 at home with the division on the line Sunday mm-hmm. night. So now you think they're going to turn around and go to Seattle and only lose by a touchdown? Um, no. Not very confident. I think Seattle wipes the board with them. Uh, not going to be fun to watch either. Saturday, pretty shitty day of football. Uh, no college football to back that up either, which is really sad. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to take Seattle. Minus the eight at home. Legion of Boom come to play. And I think Emil's right. Uh, Stafford's going to have a long day there. So, that one's a pretty confident pick for me. So, next up, we got the Dolphins and we got the Steelers. The Dolphins somehow got in the playoffs. No Ryan Tannehill. Matt Moore starting, who is actually really good against the spread. Um, We'll get to that shortly. We've got Roethlisberger's healthy, Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, both healthy for the Steelers. And they're 10-point home favorites. Boomer, what's your take on this game? Well, uh, I don't know. Sunday's going to be a really hardcore uh, strategic gambling day for me. There's going to be a lot of teasers in there. There's going to be a lot of straight bets, and there's going to be a lot of parlays in there. I'm going to probably start out the day. I'm going to tease down the Steelers, and I'm going to do that tease with the Roll Tide Roll. Um, if I'm taking if I'm taking a team right now, just with what the spread is, I'm probably still going to eat the ten points, just because I hate Matt Moore. Even though it's probably only <laughs> point difference between him and Ryan Tannehill. What has Matt Moore ever done to you? He stole my name, basically. Oh, okay, I mean, that any, makes sense. Any kind of any kind of guy that does that, I mean, just he ain't man at all. But uh, there's more to come on Sunday. For my analysis. Okay. More to come on Sunday for you. Okay. Uh, Emil, who you got in this game? Uh, I also taking Pittsburgh minus 10 since Tannehill is not playing. And uh, <laughs> Miami has given up 30 points in three of the last five games. So, and that's strong. The three Bs <laughs> for Pittsburgh. So, it's going to be, I think it's going to be an explosive, explosive offense for Pittsburgh. Plus, they're playing the cold. I don't know how well they, they handle the cold. That's true. Miami is and, always cold, Miami, isn't it? Yeah, totally. <laughs> and Maybe. I also like... Uh, there. <laughs> I also like that uh, the Pittsburgh defense there at their own goal line. They don't allow a lot of points down there. Okay. So, um, Maybe kick some field goals for Miami, but uh, I won't... I won't be surprised if they if they don't even get a touchdown in here. Oh, no touchdown. All right. I can uh no, I don't see that happening. Don't see that happening at all. I actually like the Dolphins and the points here. Ten points to help a lot of points in a playoff game. Especially for a team that uh beat Pittsburgh earlier in the year. That's right. Miami was one and four. Breaks were just falling off. I mean, everybody was ready to write them off. Adam Gase is a terrible head coach, and then they beat Pittsburgh straight up um and that's when Miami kind of started their role as Jai went off in that game but I think Pittsburgh they will get the win I think their uh their defense has gotten a lot better since then and like y'all said Tannehill is out but I don't factor that much in I, I think Matt Moore is a very I mean he's same skill level to me as Tannehill Tannehill yes. might be a little bit better There's no difference with the line really besides a point or a point or a half yeah. I would be I would still pick the Steelers if Tannehill was playing see yeah. I think Tannehill uh, 
More, they're going to tell him, go in there and don't mess up. Like, don't give the game away. But like, Tannehill, I think they'd open the playbook up, but I think it might actually help them to have more in there in this game. I don't think he throws as many picks, doesn't turn the ball over as much. I think they keep it within the number. Pittsburgh wins by probably a touchdown, I'll say. 21-13, somewhere in there. Uh, since it is cold, I don't think it will be as high scoring as some people think. I like Pittsburgh's offense a lot, but uh, I think Miami can slow them down a little bit this weekend and keep it within the number. So next up, uh, probably the most exciting game on paper, um, the Giants travel to Lambeau on Sunday afternoon. The Giants, four-and-a-half-point underdogs at Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers and company won seven in a row, I believe, to close out the regular season. Um, looked great in doing so. Rodgers was very Rodgers-esque last week to clinch the division. In Detroit, uh, this game is going to be really, really cold. Zero degrees up there today. Uh, Green Bay practice outside. But interesting tidbit I saw yesterday, um, Eli Manning has two playoff wins at Lambeau mm-hmm. in his career, and so does Aaron Rodgers. So a couple years ago, this game reminds me a lot of, I guess it was 2011, the Packers, I think, went like 15-1 and that year. Uh, looked great all year. Everybody's favorite. Freezing ass cold game in Lambeau. New York goes in there and beats them outright. Uh, I'm not ready to say they beat them outright, but I love the four and a half here. Love, love, love it. Uh, I think that defense travels in the playoffs. Um, New York's definitely got the better defense. Aaron Rodgers will make some throws. He'll put them in position to score, but they're going to need a running game, and I'm still not 100% sold on Ty Montgomery. Uh, love the Giants plus four and a half here. Emil, who you got? Uh, I'm also picking the Giants in this one, and uh, couldn't agree more what you say. Uh, I like the Giants' defense. Uh, it seems more, more, more and more reliable than the Green Bay defense. Also, I mean, what I have seen from uh, Rodgers this year is that deep, that deep ball. That's, I mean, he throws pretty good deep ball and rolls out of the pocket, and. Uh, the Giants can't defend against everything except uh, the throws to the tight ends. So uh, I think it's going to be a lot of short passes for for Green Bay. So I think I'm going to pick the under in this game as my, my main pick. Okay. Under what is yeah. the under in this game? Yeah, but I'm definitely picking the Giants as well. Okay. Which Over under is 45 and a half. 45.5. Okay. And Boomer, close us out on this game. What you got? I like the Giants also. Green Bay is overvalued by a point and a half in this game. Um, I think that there's something a little bit special. I think the Giants have kind of gone under the radar. They've kind of lost value a little bit as as the year has gone on. They started to regain a little bit. Showed me a lot last week. They didn't let the Redskins into the playoffs. That that could have been a game if they rolled over. They ended up winning that one outright. Um, I love to be pulling for the coach that looks like he's always wearing a cheesy disguise that just gives me ultimate confidence every time I see him on the sideline, just a powerful leader, almost like a King Leonidas type. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, old El Beckham got all the partying out of his system the past couple of days, just hammering Adderall, drinking beer, having a lot of sex. Oh, man, they can't take Adderall. <laughs> so he's going to be in the right mindset going into this game. Eli's been doing pretty much the same thing. Uh, as in sitting on his couch watching Lifetime movies all week. So, like, he's going to be in the right mindset. Defense is solid. I, yeah, I love the four and a half right here. It looks like it might go up to five also. 
Wow. Mm. I don't see that. And that's not really a pushing point, though, four and a half and five. All right, so we're all on the Giants here at four and a half, and Emil likes the under in this one. So playoff games, not the best opening weekend. Next weekend's really when it gets going. Um, we've got the Raiders at the Texans, Raiders plus four. I'm on the Raiders, love the under of 39 in that game. Boomer's on the Texans, and Emil's on the Raiders. Uh, the Lions plus eight at Seattle. Um, me and Emil both on Seattle in that one. Boomer's on the Lions. Next up, we got the Dolphins plus ten at the Steelers. I'm the only one on the Dolphins in the points there. Both of y'all are on the Steelers and the Giants plus four and a half at the Packers. All three of us like the Giants. So I, w- I will say though, after after all that on Sunday, if you feel like you just want to gamble and not really try to win money, I would definitely take the Dolphins and the Giants because one of those two teams is going to definitely cover. But that being said, I'm a gambler. I'm going to go for it all, and I'm going to take this here on these two games. I'm taking the Steelers and the Giants. Okay, so you think a a teaser might be in play there? Uh, Potentially, if the uh, Steelers don't blow them out. Okay. So, all right, we'll take a look at the teaser there too. So let's uh, let's take a shift to the uh, kind of the long view here of the playoffs, the NFL playoffs. Uh, we didn't really do this earlier in the year with the. I actually might have the Super Bowl champions. I need to go back and look. I believe we did actually. Um, but I'll go back and look at that real quick. But we've got Super Bowl champs. We're going to pick the teams that are playing for the Super Bowl and who we think wins the whole damn thing. Uh, Emil, we'll start with you. Let's hear uh, Let's hear the take from the European who you got in the Super Bowl this year and who you got winning the Super Bowl this year. Uh, I got, not very surprisingly, New England and uh, Atlanta. Okay. So yeah. you got New England minus 200 to win the uh, AFC. And then you've got Atlanta. Mm, who beat Dallas to beat Dallas? All right. What is the? Uh, let's see what that is right there. What are you looking for? The Atlanta uh, props to get to the Super Bowl plus eight hundred to win the Super Bowl, not to win to get there. Plus three hundred. Plus three hundred ah. to get there. Okay. So Atlanta plus three hundred. And New England minus 200 is a mill one for the Super Bowl. Mill, who's winning the Super Bowl? Well, who's winning the Super Bowl? I mean, the obvious pick would be uh, to say New England Patriots, Gunga La Gunga. Uh, so I'm going to have to say New England Patriots. Okay, I'm taking mm. the Patriots. I was about to. Uh... I thought you were about to throw a fastball at us and take it. I know. I was about to, but and then I, I was gonna. Then I was definitely. Going you to trying to be responsible. Yeah. Would, I'd be a drunk asshole on Tito's. Then I, was I thought about. I thought about were... what Boomer once said in this podcast. Who do you feel? Like, huh, like what ticket do I feel at least stupid to hold? That's yes. right. Yeah. So I think that's the New England ticket. Yeah, it is for sure. It's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got the Patriots and the Falcons and the Patriots bringing it home. Boomer? Yeah. 
Well, if you're Atlanta when the, here, are when you the playoffs? Are? No, hell no. I have zero faith in the Falcons. Okay. I think they're going to choke like they always Spoken do. Spoken like but a true American. Solid, solid pick by you, Mill. I, I just don't have any faith whatsoever in them. Uh, that being said, this starting out the playoffs, I'm always looking for value so that I am gaining value if these picks play in the first weekend and I'm losing value. I could pick two new teams the next weekend. Right now, I am taking two teams that are playing wildcard weekend this weekend, so I immediately get value if both of them win. Those two teams are the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New York Giants. Right now, the Steelers are at plus 350 to win the division, or through plus 375 to win the division, and they are plus 800 to win the Super Bowl. The Giants are plus 700 to win the NFC and plus 1,200 to win the Super Bowl. Um, at this point, I'm probably going to bet on both of them to win the Super Bowl if I'm already picking them to be in it. But uh, just for the podcast, I'll throw the Steelers out there. Steelers plus 800 to win the Super Bowl. All right. Well, I'll say this. I have one of the two previous teams mentioned in the Super Bowl for the AFC, and I've got a new team for you in the NFC. So here's what we're looking at. In the NFC, since I am the only one that's picking this team, plus 550, we're taking the Seattle Seahawks. I think defense travels, um, and they've got – I think they'll win at home Saturday – and then they've got to go to, I believe they would go to Atlanta after that. I think you're right. I don't trust Atlanta. I've grown up in the South. I've seen this movie before, and it always ends with the Falcons choking away. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. I don't think they win a playoff game because they're going to have Seattle in the second round. I think Seattle goes to Atlanta to beat them. Then I'll give Dallas a win. <laughs> um, I don't know. Packers. Or Giants. I'll give them a win there. And then we're gonna take uh we're gonna take the the Cowboys there. But then we're gonna take the Seattle Seahawks to go to Dallas in front of those doctors and lawyers and get the win and then they're gonna make it to the Super Bowl. And when they get to the Super Bowl, they're gonna face the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to beat the Seattle Seahawks in Super Bowl 51. The Pittsburgh Steelers plus 800 to win the Super Bowl. Right now, you place yourself a nice little $50 bet. You get $400 in about a month. Uh, I would say you lose $50. No, it's hard to beat those odds. You $50 now, uh, $400. The Steelers are a team that has enough firepower to go into Foxborough and keep it close throughout the game against Tom Brady. Ben Ben Roethlisberger has been there and done it before. I agree. I mean, here's my thing. Nobody's talking about the fact that Gronk is out. And the fact that the Steelers are healthy. Right. That's the thing. Like, I think they would have won it last year had they been healthy. But they weren't. They're my pick again this year. They almost beat uh, Denver last year, and they weren't healthy. So, I'm I'm rolling with them. Uh, I I think people are overlooking the fact that Gronk is not there. I've not heard it brought up once. It's a huge deal. I'll go ahead and take that before the game starts this Sunday because once they win, which God willing, they'll beat the 
Miami Dolphins, that value goes from 800 to 400 very quickly. Yep, very quickly because they're in the final four, and one of those teams is either the Texans or the Raiders. So, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. I mean, I bet, I bet after that game, if they win, that they become plus maybe as low as plus 300. I'd say 350, 400 is pretty safe bet. So, yeah, I mean, if you've got any faith in the Steelers, Boomer's right, get it now because it's going to drop. So, Super Bowl champions, Steelers, Steelers, and the New England Patriots are our Super Bowl champions. So, that was fun. We've got the NFL out of the way for this weekend. But let's not kid ourselves. This is a college football podcast at heart. We love the game. We love the sport. Um, It is my passion, and I believe that it is uh, most of this podcast's passion as well. And we've got a dandy of a championship game, folks, a rematch in Tampa, Florida. Wait, wait, hang on. You're not talking about the uh, Youngstown State <laughs> at the same time? No, we're not. Uh, that's, Man, you uh, got me super pumped. I thought that's what we were going to be talking about. No, right? not, we're not going to Frisco for this one. Gotcha, okay. I'm going to have to get back on my research, though. We're headed down to Tampa, and we're previewing the college football playoff national championship. The Clemson Tigers, plus six, plus six and a half, depending on your book right now. It's a little bit all over the place. The Fighting Dabos take on Nick Saban, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, rematch of last year's game, instant classic. Um, hopefully we get somewhat of a classic this year. Maybe not. Who knows? We'll see Monday night in Tampa. Emil, what is your take on the college football playoff national championship? Uh, well, uh, it's obviously my obvious pick is going to be Alabama minus 6.5 since that rushing attack is, I mean, I don't see Clemson uh, even coming close in here. They got Watson and then uh, and that's it. So you don't see Clemson coming close, no chance. No, because you're playing against Alabama with a team who is <laughs> they play their best game in the biggest games. Okay, so Alabama minus six and a half. I like it. Yes, uh, yes. Boomer, who you got in this game? Well, this one's hard because usually I would for sure just blindly take Clemson and the points because most people would be taking Alabama blindly. However, it seems like the games last weekend, uh, them winning 31 to nothing, there was a bit of an overreaction. And that game basically in a way is meaningless going into this game because they had a month of preparation. And then once, once the mudslide starts, it just continues to go throughout the entire game. You know, the other team loses composure, loses focus. So I don't think that Clemson was 31 points better than Ohio state. Obviously that being said, this game originally was supposed to be at eight, eight and a half. If Ohio state would have kept it close last week, this could have potentially run up to 10 um, if Alabama had a little bit better of a showing. Also, with Lane Kiffin being fired, that's going to affect the line probably more than it should. I think that Sarkeesian understands the offense very well. He's been a part of the team for the entire season. They, Him and Lane are very close. They've coached on numerous teams together. Um I don't like taking the six points because there's no value at minus 120 right now. But uh, I might do an alternative line with Alabama, maybe minus uh, minus seven and a half or eight. Get some get some value at 
plus 165 on this because I think Alabama's clearly a better team. Uh, As long as Jalen Hurts is protected, does not turn the ball over like he didn't against Washington, I think this is a relatively easy win, judging by how Alabama's defense has been playing. They've been ridiculous. So for official podcast pick purposes, you're taking six and a half Alabama. Six. What's that six right now? Six. Okay, six. Um, Six minus 120. Wow. So... Two on Alabama. Very uncharacteristic. It is, and I'm assuming that the uh, the listeners are thinking we're about to have a clean sweep here, but I'm about to throw you all a curveball. I'm taking Clemson in this game, uh, plus the six, and I think we all know where my allegiances lie when it comes to college football. Proud Alabama oh. graduate. Oh, okay. Season ticket holder all my life. I don't think Alabama wins this football game. Um, I think Clemson wins outright. And this is the closer it comes to game day, the more I'm kind of shifting towards Alabama. But I don't know. You catch me on Monday, I'm probably going to tell you Alabama wins. But it's still Thursday, and I'm still thinking the Clemson Mike can pull this off. Um, I mean, this is me trying to be as unbiased as possible, and that's where this Clemson pick's coming from. They've wanted this all year, and they've focused on this. And I. I'm not. I don't. I'm not saying that they've been running plays for Alabama or any of that, but it's been talked about. This is what they've wanted all year. They wanted another chance at Alabama. Um, I was at that game last year. Deshaun Watson is is the best college quarterback I've seen. He hit windows that I haven't seen a quarterback hit. He made perfect. You know, brought the ball down when he should have. He didn't hold on to the ball too long. I mean, he threw the interception, but you know. Yeah, that was literally his only bad throw of the game. I think that that's that's the kind of kid that shows up when the when the, the lights are the brightest, and I think he shows up on Monday night. I think Clemson keeps it within the number. As of now, I'm saying they get an outright win. Come Monday, I'm still probably going to be on the side of the Crimson Tide, but uh, I think Clemson keeps it within the number. I think this is a field goal game. I think it's going to be another hell of a game. Um, Alvin – Jalen Hurts, I just I can't get over what I saw. I was at the game Saturday and he was awful. I mean, he was atrocious. And I don't know how part there's rumors coming out that Lane might have went out a little too hard Friday night, stayed out all night, and uh, had to come back and get an IV from the coaching staff, from the training staff on Saturday before kickoff. Uh, wasn't getting the plays in on time. The offensive line was kind of confused. Heard some rumors about that. Don't know how true that is. That definitely could have affected stuff. Alabama's game plan was very vanilla. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's the reason Nick Saban relieved him from duties before the championship. <laughs> he clearly did something last weekend to warrant that. I know that he's still been uh, waking up in some dorm rooms in Tuscaloosa in the past couple of weeks, and I think that this is going to be a great thing across the board, him not being on the field. Oh, I'm perfectly okay. I'd be more worried if he was coaching this game. I said Saturday I'd drive the damn U-Haul myself to Boca Raton and help him unpack, but um, I think Sarkeesian's definitely... Like right after the game Saturday, I said Clemson was going to be out in about fourteen. But now that Sark is in the in the picture, I don't know. I think Alabama will, will keep it. I think that I don't know. I keep I keep wanting to tell myself that they'll win, but then part of me keeps wanting to tell them that Clemson wins. 
I don't know. Give uh, give me the points though for sure. If, if Sarkeesian is not wasted off his ass and can read the playbook on Saturday, <laughs> Alabama will cover this game. I just can't get yeah. over how bad Hurts is, and Clemson's got a pretty decent defense. They're not as near near as good as they were last year, but I think that they can line up and say, "Hey, beat us with your arm." And they've got Mike Williams. They didn't have Mike Williams last year, and we'll see. Hopefully, I'm wrong. But uh, Clemson plus six and a half is my official pick as of now. Maybe that changes before uh, kickoff. So stay tuned to the Deep Fried Bets Twitter page at Deep Fried Bets to see what goes on there. Anybody got a over under pick on this? I like the over of fifty one. I think it's another high scoring game. Nope, nothing for me. Okay. Uh, no. We were going to look at some prop bets, but nothing's out yet. Maybe we'll have some more interesting prop bets come Monday again. Check out those on Twitter. But that's all our scheduled football for this weekend. Uh, Not for the James Madison game. Well, I, I don't want to play on that. James Madison, Youngstown State, the fighting Bo Pelini is going to get it done, Bimmer. Yeah, I got uh, I, nah, I got James Madison big in this one. They're uh, favored by five. I, I'd like it's definitely a touchdown game. I, I like them to win by at least ten. Okay, uh, I'm going to take Bo Pelini. Uh, Amelia, do you have any uh, pick on this? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> You weren't, you weren't supposed to. No worries. Uh, so that does it with our scheduled football for this week. But we're going to get to a lot. We always get to a lot. I mean, it wouldn't be the Deep Fried Bets podcast without the Stone Cold Steve Austin lock of the week. So uh, roll, the, roll the music, boys. Cue the tunes. Let's hear it. Stone Cold Steve Austin lock of the week. That's it. We love it. Gets us fired up. Winners on winners on winners. Emil, what is Stone Cold? Uh, what would Stone Cold be in Swedish? How would you say that? Iskalt. Iskalt. Uh, what's a Iskalt lock of the week this that week? That sounds like a Christian band. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Okay. That's what I thought. I thought I'd heard him before. <laughs> Good stuff. You're, probably, you're from the South, so you've probably heard him before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Creed. Creed's uh, another one. Another good one. And Jarvis Clay, man. Don't leave them out. Yeah, yeah. Real sad. Mm. All right. Yep. What's, uh, what's the East Cop uh, game <laughs> lock of the week? Well, <laughs> I, I changed my <laughs> my lock of the week now since I heard your analysis about the <laughs> Alabama game. I'm definitely going to lock in Alabama in a 6.5. <laughs> Oh, so you're taking Alabama now, okay. <laughs> yes, I haven't been more confident in my entire life. <laughs> if I right. could bet my kidney on this game, I would. <laughs> well, living in Sweden, don't you guys barter in that shit? Yeah, that is true. Bartering body that is parts. True. <laughs> I'm so amazed by your culture experience around the world, Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, win in Rome. Win in Rome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not yes, I'm Georgia, definitely though. picking up about minus 6.5. All right, uh, Boomer, what's your uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin like of the week? Oh, man, there's just uh, there's just so many. So many that are swimming through my head right now. Um, <laughs> I'm going to – I'm just going to get – I'm going to get dirty with it. I'm going to get really nasty, really filthy, and uh, I'm going to tease the Steelers game by six down to four. And I'm going to tease that with the Giants-Green Bay over, which would get that down to um, 
38 and a half. So that were uh, that would put us at Steelers minus four, and then Packers Giants over thirty eight and a half. Yes. Okay. Look, I told you, I told you. There's not that many games. I gotta get tricky with some money this weekend. I gotta start laying down. I'm gonna be working. I'm gonna be working on Saturday and Sunday. It's not gonna be pretty. Street corner working? Uh, nah, nah. It's not really my metaphor. Maybe dark room, smoky room working. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I just stay out of the weather, you know? Yeah, you're making me work writing all this shit down over here. So, Giants, Packers, 38.5 tees, Steelers minus four. Um, okay, we get it. Um, that's good. I'm going to stay uh, very simple with my Stone Cold Steve Austin lack of the week. Like the playoffs, I don't think you're going to see a line like this. The rest of the playoffs, I'm taking the Giants plus four and a half. Um, I'm not ready to say they get the outright win yet. Definitely think they keep it within a field goal, though, in Lambeau on a Sunday afternoon. Give me the Giants plus four and a half. Yeah, I wanted to do that really bad. That's my favorite play of the weekend, but I just can't jinx my Super Bowl team this early on in the season. Fair enough. Uh, So the Giants plus four and a half is my Stone Cold Steve Austin lock of the week. So I told you we were going to get some bonus plays for you. Uh, Not too much going on. Other than, I mean, we got the football closing up. Uh, basketball, we've been doing some college basketball picks on the Deep Fried Bets Twitter account, but it's kind of hard to get those to you ahead of time because the lines usually don't come out to the morning of. So just stay tuned for those. Uh, did some last night. We got some up tonight. But I think uh, I think we got some, uh, some free play out east, the far east, Swedish soccer picks from Emil Von Forsch. Emil, you got anything uh, in the football landscape for us this weekend? I do, I do. Uh, as you probably know, uh, it's the FA Cup this weekend. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. And uh, if you look at all these games that are being played on Saturday, Sunday through Monday, you have uh, at least three of them that are sticking out a little bit, at least to me. You got this Premier League team, West Bromwich Albion, which is uh, pretty close to heart for me, playing at home against Derby, which is playing in a division lower than West Bromwich. And you get West Bromwich. uh, Let's see if I can translate this into your American uh, standard. uh, Because I got them at 1.85. So that would Is it be the system. Yeah. Yeah, we don't do that shit over here. So minus one hundred and eighty. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, and then on Sunday you have Cardiff versus Fulham in Cardiff, and Fulham is a great away team. They're playing good football right now. They're scoring. So this little bit of a uh, Cardiff used to be a great home team, but this year they haven't. I haven't been able to find a rhythm. So I'm picking Fulham here uh, in this game. They are playing Sunday, uh, plus 150. Okay, Fulham plus 150 yes. there. Yes, and then on Monday, you got Cambridge United versus Leeds United. Probably the hottest team in uh, all of England, maybe Europe right now, Leeds United. Whoa. Yeah. Plus 105 on Leeds away against Cambridge. The hottest team in soccer is getting some juice. Yes, Pontus Jonsson. 
Swedish center back for Leeds. Amazing at the moment. Nothing gets past him. If he's anything like the other uh, famous Swede soccer player, he must be pretty damn good. Are you thinking about Zlatan Ibrahimovic? Oh, of course. The greatest footballer of all time. <laughs> Except uh, drug bug. Oh, yeah, drug bug. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he won. So I didn't hear a red or a, or a yellow or a blue team. Yeah, we were going to ask you if you had the yet or a red or yellow this team this week. I don't know. I think red plays yellow. I'll take red. So. <laughs> uh, Red's got that big fat kid that plays goalie. It's hard to get anything by him. Yeah, I know. He, he's pretty good. We've been beefing him up for this game. so <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you right. can also, if you're feeling confident, we got West Ham playing against Man City tomorrow. And you get, on the draw, you get plus 320. That's a long shot, but it's not impossible. West it's kind Ham, of, man, you draw? I would say it's uh, probably more likely that you would hit that draw than you would hit your Clemson bet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, I yeah. hope you're right. I do. Yeah. I've, got a little, I've got a little reverse psychology going on here. In case now you, you get an emotional hedge out there, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. That's what he's doing currently. <laughs> You don't sure. know. You don't know me. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's that's the Deep Fried Bets podcast for this week. Uh, Slim Pickens on football out there. But we got our playoffs starting up. We got the college football playoff championship. We got some Super Bowl winners. And of oh, course, I, do have, uh, I do have one more little nugget to throw out there. The lines are not out yet. But uh, take the uh, Boston Bruins against the Florida Panthers. Oh. On Sunday. <laughs> on Sunday. Saturday. Saturday. Saturday when when the real men play. The real men play games. Bruins over the Panthers on Saturday. Okay. Probably going to open up Bruins maybe one minus uh, minus 120, something like that, or plus 120, something like that. So are you are you committed to being our soccer guy then? Uh, that's uh, that's hockey there. That's Cowboys. hockey, dude, yeah. I'm sorry. That's what I meant, hockey. Come okay. on now. Okay. I obviously know that. Yeah, you had a hard time. That's not what you did. I'm looking at soccer lines right now, bro. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's the first hockey play of the, of the new year, so we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes on Saturday. I like it. All right, so uh, you've heard <laughs> from our correspondents. We've got some soccer. We've got some hockey. We've got a lot of football. And we've got a hell, whole hell of a lot of winners. We've got a whole hell of a lot of winners. You're right, Boomer. Um, and we've got, uh, we've got our good friend Emil Von Forst from Sweden joining us mm. this week. Emil, what are you going to leave the people with this week? Uh, stay safe. If it's cold outside, the cold is always sharp. It's always real. I remember when we were snowed in in Alabama there. <sighs> Two centimeters of snow. Damn, tough time. Oh, I mean, so. We can't handle it over here. It's supposed to snow this week. I know. <laughs> I mean, just you got to stack up on that water and, and <laughs> empty the shelves at Walmart. So. And milk, milk and bread, milk sandwiches. Yeah, milk sandwiches. And maybe that Tim Bollinger smoked beef. That smoked bologna. Yeah, smoked bologna. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. Hadn't had any of that in a while. It's a staple. <laughs> Very heartfelt story you just told us. I'm sure there's a Lifetime movie coming up about it. You and those damn Lifetime movie boomers. All right. Uh, you got anything to close to send us off into the weekend with? Yeah, I would just uh, tell listeners to take what they like and don't tell us what they don't like. <laughs> All right, makes a lot of sense. Um, 
Yeah. All right. So uh, keep following us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're all over the uh, the interwebs. Deep fried bets on Twitter. Basketball plays coming in hot. Uh, we've got the winners for you this weekend. Tune in. Uh, tell your friends. We'll be back. May not be next week. May be next week. Who knows? Uh, we're gonna start shifting up. We're gonna have to get some uh some new uh, sporting events to gamble on coming up because cricket comes up in a couple of weeks. Right? Yeah, we'll get a uh... <laughs> cricket season is probably coming to an end right now. Okay, so we'll have a couple of plays for the World Cricket Cup. The World Cricket Cup. If that's a thing, we'll have to play on it. All right, folks. We appreciate you tuning in, and we'll catch you next week.